0: Welcome to Great Conversations of the Hash HTMM kind. Today I'm having a conversation with Chris Cavallini. He's such an awesome person, guys, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you. You can reach him on Facebook or Instagram at Chris Cavallini. He has a website, ChristopherCavallini.com, and his business website, Nutrition Solutions. So, He is someone who had a very eventful youth and has turned his life around to become a millionaire. And what I love about his story is the focus on personal development. And this is something that's really important whichever direction you're taking in life to spend some time on because it just, as he says, makes you a decent person. Um, Welcome, Chris, how are you?
1: I'm good, thank you for having me. Uh, Definitely looking forward to uh, a conversation.
0: Yeah. So um, today we're gonna have five areas that we're gonna talk about, starting with your youth. So you had an eventful youth, Chris. What would you do differently at twenty-one, knowing what you know now about wealth and life?
1: That's a, that's a that's a good question. If uh, I go back and you know give the twenty-one-year-old version uh, of myself some advice, it would you know simply be to begin to learn how to think for yourself. Uh, and the way that you do that is by educating yourself. I think as young people, uh, we're very easily influenced by our surroundings, what, you know, we were taught, you know, in school, what the the people that happen to be around us, uh, you know, are saying or doing. And, you know, let, let's be honest, when we're young, you know, we're not surrounding ourselves and most of us, I know I wasn't, aren't surrounding ourselves with, you know, people that are like elite and just, you know, crushing it at very high levels. Mm. You're going to mm. learn to think for yourself. And, you know, the way that you do that is by essentially investing in your own personal development, reading books, listening to podcasts, um, doing things that, you know, essentially train your mind and condition your mind to uh, learn, uh, to be present and just overall be a better human being.
0: I love that, Chris. Um, and if you can give us like a a little glimpse of what your youth was like, so people can understand that, you know what, it doesn't matter where you come from or whatever experiences you have, you can still do something good with your life.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I was arrested 17 times prior to my 18th birthday. Didn't have a traditional upbringing, uh, you know, to say the least, had some problems. Um, my mom had me when she was 16. Uh, She was a drug addict. My dad took off before I was even born. So I, uh, you know, spent a little time in in foster homes, group homes, didn't really have uh, a structure or or discipline or, you know, uh, uh, a father figure around to kind of, you know, Mm. mold me into, you know, keep me on the path. And I I acted out, you know, I had a lot of anger issues and resentment issues. I used to get in a lot of fights and I was a very insecure, you know, weak uh, kid. And, And as a result of my insecurities, I thought that, you know, acting out and, going out and, you know, getting in a fight, drinking, just getting in trouble. I thought that that was a way to kind of overcompensate for my, you know, Mm. weakness and insecure time. And, um, yeah, you know, that led me down uh, a very interesting path to say the least. Uh, fortunately I was able to make some adjustments, you know, later in life and, uh, you know, get to where I am today.
0: Wow. That's an amazing story. Um, guys, you've heard it here. Like Chris came from, a not conventional background because most people think that when you're going to make it you have like um, some extra help at the beginning but Chris didn't so you guys can do it by yourself thank you so much Chris Okay, so we're back and we're still with Chris Cavallini. And as you heard, the beginning of his life was quite eventful. 17 arrests, Chris. That's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. And, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, both
1: pr- I'm both proud and embarrassed of that statistic uh,
0: simultaneously. You know what? I, I, I wouldn't say that. You know, I, I, <laughs> I mean, obviously, because at the time it was happening, obviously, it wasn't great. But this is the thing about life. You're going to fail to get somewhere and mm-hmm. a lot of people sleep in that failure instead of like using it as a field to move forward i feel that you're succeeding so well and i i, I should say in quite a short time in your adult years mm-hmm. because of all the things you've gone through in the past you've seen what where that leads you see where it leads and you've done all you know probably a lot of wrong things but now you're doing it right because you know what it's like on that side And I think that's where a lot of people need to realize that you can flip the switch. You just need to make that decision. And brings me to my next question. What made you flip the switch? What was the key thing that made you just flip the switch? What was that thought process you had in your mind that was like, you know what? I have to do something different.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the majority of my twenties, um, you know, I I sold drugs. I was a drug dealer. I sold uh, anabolic steroids for a number of years and, uh, during that time um i lived rest free again at the time my perspective was a lot different i was making easy cash i was able to uh, go out and party five nights a week you know sleep till one o'clock in the afternoon get up go to the gym and just essentially have minimal responsibilities Uh, ultimately it got to a point where you know i realized that i needed to uh, start making some changes um a couple contributing factors to that realization were the fact that you know other drug dealer friends of mine started getting in trouble and you know being sent to jail and prison and, and things like that, and it, it I started really focusing on what exactly my life would look like if I didn't start making changes, and I I, I became obsessed with that thought. And I hmm. became overwhelmed with you know uh, near paralyzing anxiety at times. And Mm. I I realized that, you know, I I had to make some changes. I had to make them fast and, uh, you know, I needed to uh, to get my life on track. I always felt like something deep within my subconscious told me that, you know, I was put on this planet to serve a higher purpose. And and I I did legitimately think and believe that. The issue was I I truly had no idea what that was or how to go about figuring Mm. out. How to determine what that was? So, um, you know, it was the, essentially the 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 fear of what my life would look like if I didn't start making those changes. And I think that's a you know, if you're looking for your 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 why, your reason to you know get off your ass and, and start mm-hmm. making changes, you're looking for motivation. I, I mean, I feel that anybody can utilize that perspective, and you know, in its purest form. And just you know, if you don't make the changes, look at your life right now. If you don't change. If you don't start taking some sort of action to, 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 to make progress and move forward, I mean, think about what your life's going to look like in, in, in three years, in five years, in 10 years. And I think the thought of having, you know, your life look the exact same mm. as it does right now in, mm. in any number of years, I think that itself could be, uh, you know, enough to get people mm. to, uh, you know, get off the couch and, and start making some shit happen.
0: Mm. Thank you so much. Because that is, you know, it's literally something that I focus on sometimes when I, I, I speak in public. And I always tell people that look, the people surround yourself with as well can be a big effect in your life. Like, if someone is not going to move forward and you choose to, that person's going to hold you back. Just leave them there. Go and do what you need to do to make movement in your life. And I bet you, you come back, they're still where they're they're still there, and that yeah. is, is enough for me to be like, you know what? I have got to do what I need to do. I've got my goals. I've got my plans. I've set my you know soft timeline. I said hard timelines before but that didn't work sub timelines, so i don't freak out or just like you know just get overwhelmed sometimes and you know i just kept on moving progress movement change and saying the hearing you say that chris is so important because the fact that you could do it means anyone could actually do this and that's enough anyone yeah and that's you know enough motivation thank you so much chris okay guys we're right back with chris cavallini and now we're on to business so chris when you first started um i understand that you did a lot of free stuff what made you pick nutrition solutions like what made you pick nutrition as your you know the industry to go to was this something you had an interest in before
1: yeah, so honestly, I was always interested in fitness. Um, mm-hmm. you know as a kid, getting into fitness you know gave me an outlet to kind of channel some of my aggression and just gave me a positive productive outlet to energy into and such. So that kind of obviously transcended through uh, my teens and in my adulthood and you know fitness has always been important to me I, I, I love working out, I like being in shape. I like the uh, the benefits that you know one gets from living. Um, you know, a, a healthy lifestyle and making fitness a priority. At that time, you know, about seven years ago, um, there wasn't, you know, wasn't like an idea that I had and decided to, to start a, uh, you know, nutrition company. It was basically something that there was a company that was doing uh, meal prep for somebody I knew, and I mm-hmm. thought, I'm like, wow, that's really cool because I wanted to, you know, I wanted other people to be healthy too. Wanted people I knew to, you know, to to, to get fit or get fitter. And uh, I quickly, you know, realized I was getting a lot of people and um, just kind of saw an opportunity there and basically just grabbed that opportunity by the throat. And, you know, seven years later, I'm still uh, holding on for dear life.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That's so cool. How did your mindset help you achieve success?
1: Oh, man. Well, the, <laughs> you know, the, I think my my past experiences and, you know, the, the mindset that I've adopted have allowed me to you know, overcome insurmountable odds, you know, entrepreneurship is yeah, hard. It is. You're going to run into problems. And, you know, when, when you're good, when you're actually good and, you know, you have a good product or a good business, like that doesn't mean you're going to have less problems. It actually means you're going to have more because when you're, when you're good and you're doing all the shit that, you know, you need mm-hmm. to do to grow your mm-hmm. business, the, the, the hardships, stress, all that stuff is a natural consequence yeah. of growth. So I think, you know, developing a, a certain level of mental toughness is, Help me push through times where you know most people would have uh, thrown in the towel, called it quits, second-guess themselves. And you know, I'm gonna be honest. I I have had no shortage of, and still do have, uh, you know, moments of weakness. You can have thoughts and question whatever you're doing. But at the end of the day, you know, getting yourself conditioned to doing all of the things that you need to do to move yourself forward, even and especially on the days when you don't feel like
0: Mm. it. Okay. So the next question I have for you, Chris, is do you have multiple sources of income or is just your business right now?
1: So I, I do have multiple sources of income. Although, like, I I think that, you know, people hear and they see the memes on social media, the Mm -hmm. average millionaire is seven source of income. I think that's bullshit. I don't think Mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I mean, when you're building a business in the beginning, you have to put all your energy, your focus, fucking everything into that. And Mm -hmm. it is so hard. So it is highly impractical to think that, you know, you're going to do this and do that and six other things. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm at a point now where, you know, I I have a, a good team that takes care of most of the operational stuff so I can actually, you know, act and operate as a CEO. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's hasn't always been the case. You know, there's uh, there's, you know, as a CEO, I mean, everything's on you and, you know, sometimes you got to jump in there and, and jump in there with the team on the line and, you know, do what needs to be done to get the job done. Fortunately, I do have an awesome team. I'm in a better place now. So I have some investments and things like that. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm also, I do, you know, speaking. So I get paid for, uh, you know, to go talk. But as far as, uh, my, you know, my primary source of income, it would be my business. And, um, you know, that's uh, kind of where I'm at with that.
0: Okay, great. So um, there's something you spoke about. And I was going to ask you your giving goal. Mm-hmm. What is that about?
1: Yeah, so when I started to turn my life around, one of the things that I realized, I mean, you know, I'm 35 years old now, and to this point in my life, to be quite honest, there's more things that I've done that I'm not proud of than things that I am. Mm. I knew in order to change my life and get to a point where I could, you know, be proud of myself and just overall just be a better human being, I needed to not only work on myself as far as, you know, learning new things, developing uh, the proper mindset, the proper perspective... I knew that I also had to, uh, I had to get involved with, uh, you know, with, with charity. I had to get involved in the community, and you know, philanthropy is super important to me. Um, it's probably one of the most, if not the most important, you know, thing for me. It's it it makes me feel better than anything else that I have going on. Um, you know, one of the goals that I write down every single day is, uh, you know, I donated, um, you know, a million dollars this year to charity, and yeah. I, I write it as if it already happened. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm bridging that gap. I'm I'm getting closer and closer. You know, we uh, the, the this last year, you know, nutrition solutions, our company, we're fortunate enough to uh, be able to donate, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars, uh, you know, in either you know cash or you know meals to the homeless, to uh, you know children that might be suffering from food mm. insecurity, and just different uh, you know community organizations um, that you know would benefit from either the uh, monetary donation or the, uh, the the food donation. So, yeah, yeah community involvement and, and philanthropy is super important to me, and I believe it should be important to everybody to some degree. I realize not everybody's in the position that I am, but everybody has something to give. I mean, when I started this, I didn't have any money. I didn't have the resources I have right now, but I did have my time. And, you know, oh. i go uh, to, uh, you know, there's, there's different shelters, there's different churches that will, uh, you know, have little like luncheons or dinners where, you know, they need volunteers to help serve the homeless mm. and just little things like that just getting involved giving back doing something to contribute beyond you know yourself i mean you know not only is it help the people that are in need it will help you mm. <laughs> even yeah. more so though, this the ultimate feeling of uh, fulfillment and just perspective i mean you think you have a bad you know, go, uh, go volunteer and, 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 and work with is. some people. Yeah, mm. it'll, uh, it'll make you uh, realize really quickly that your problems aren't real problems. Mm.
0: Thank you so much, Chris. Okay, so Chris, I wanted to ask you, what's the future? for mr cavallini what's going on and this could be <coughs> it, life as a whole where are you going where do you see nutrition solutions going is it going to just going to be in the u.s is going to go global what is the next mm-hmm. step for you
1: yeah so i, I want to obviously stay on the path that we've been on with nutrition solutions And you know in the last uh two years we've been fortunate enough to uh grow our company over 300 hmm. percent. and for a year seven company you know those are pretty big numbers mm-hmm. uh, i want to keep growing the company you know not necessarily because i'm um overly concerned with, you know, the bottom line. I mean, that's, that's important, but that's in the hierarchy of priorities. It's like number four or five, Mm. you know, what we do. I mean, we have the opportunity to make an impact. I mean, we have worked with over uh, 45,000 clients since uh, our company's inception. And, you know, we have hundreds, if not thousands of documented testimonials of people's lives that, you know, we've impacted or changed in a positive, profound way, you know, and a, a lot of those are our clients And we have a lot of people on our team that are actually part uh, work for a company that, you know, whose lives we've had the opportunity to change as well. Um, One of the things that I'm most proud of is our culture. We have a culture that's geared around personal development, uh, you know, healing and, you know, our core values are uh, essentially modeled after my my core values, the core Mm -hmm. values that I adopted when I started turning my life around. So, you know, I open the doors here to uh, you know convicted felons, people who have history of substance abuse problems. It's amazing. People who are homeless, people who live in halfway houses. Um, you know, and if I see, you know, if my team and I see potential and promise in someone, and you know, if we feel we can give them the the, the right structure and training and coaching,
2: hmm.
1: we'll give them an opportunity because I don't believe, you know, a person should be defined by a single act. Or yes. you know, in my case, it was years of acts. So, hmm. um. Yeah, and and that, that's one thing that I'm really proud of. And, and you know, by growing our company, we're, we'll be able to, uh, to do that, you know, on a higher scale, not just with helping uh, the clients who, you know, are, are generous enough to give us the opportunity to uh, help them reach their goals, but we'll have uh, the ability to hire more people and, and, and hopefully change uh, the lives of the people within the organization as well.
0: Wow. Um, Chris, I love what you, what you just said and the fact that you open your doors to people who, yes, have made errors in the past, but you give them a second chance. Um, that is so important to me. Um, and just hearing that you, if you, just, you do that is amazing.
1: I was given a second yeah. chance. So, you know, I think it would be irresponsible for mm-hmm. me not to pay that forward. And, good. you know, this is a responsibility that I've taken on and I've accepted. I'm in a, a very, very good position, mm. one that I'm very grateful for and fortunate Uh, you know, to be where I'm at today. And I I don't want to take anything for granted. And I want to use this outlet, um, you know, where I'm at now as, you know, an opportunity to help other people that either might be walking a similar path or, you know, have experienced hardship, you know, 10 times, you know, what I've seen. Mm. I want to give them uh, an opportunity to be a part of an environment that can help them Mm. get on track, move forward and, you know, provide uh, uh, you know be able to support themselves and take care of their families unfortunately you know people have had criminal records and such a lot of companies won't even let them in the door mm. predicated off what comes up in a background check mm. and i don't think that always tells the story no, of it a person's character
0: no so. it doesn't i'm amazed at what you do i wish more people did that um thank you so much At the end of our segment and we are still here with Chris Cavallini he's still with us and um, I, I hope that everything he shared with you guys is going to help you in some way in your own life he has focused on personal development he's grown his business you know I spoke about seven streams of income but he feels like if you focus on one you can really make it grow and then have other sources when it's strong so Chris what would be your top three life tips and if you could, if you could focus it based on what someone needs to give up, you know, that puts you where you are today.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'll answer that in like two ways. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the top three tips I would have would be to take responsibility mm-hmm. over your life, yeah. take responsibility over everything, take responsibility for all your problems, and then take responsibility over the solutions to those problems. Okay. Your life is your responsibility. Everything happening to you right now. hmm. That's your fault. Mm -hmm. Whether you choose to admit it or not, Mm -hmm. it's on you. And it is up to you to do the things that you need to do to create the way you want your life to look like. And the the beauty of that statement is we all, just like we've created all of our problems, we all have it within us right now, the ability to create the solutions over the same problem. Mm -hmm. So take responsibility. Second thing would be impose self-discipline. I believe discipline Mm -hmm. is the Key to success in every area of life. Mm. And discipline Mm. basically is getting yourself conditioned to doing all of the things that you need to do to move yourself forward, even and especially on the days when you don't feel like Mm. it. And you can rest assured that there's going to be more days when it's all said and done. It's going to be more days that you didn't feel like doing the work. You didn't feel like, Mm. you know. Like making those extra calls, sending those extra emails, Mm. going, you know, making personal visits, like working on your business, working on content. Like there's going to be more times that, you know, you didn't feel like it the days you did. The difference between the people who are out there making shit happen and everybody else is the fact that, you know, the winners, you know, they'll they'll do it anyway, regardless of how they're feeling. feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the, the, the third thing I would say would just be like go all in. And in investing in yourself, investing in the betterment of your life, as far as learning things that you know you don't know, going to going to seminars, reading books, listening to audiobooks, a lot of those things don't even cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's just it's an investment in your time and your energy. It is it is an investment in your time and your energy that will literally pay itself off thousands of times over, thousands, tens of thousands of times over. If people understood the impact that it has by learning these things by reading these books going to the seminars you know reading blogs going on youtube you know learning new shit like (laughs) that's the path forward all these all these little like answers that you know the questions that you have all of those answers are within those those books those podcasts those you know lessons that are out there and it's not necessarily the the practical action steps it helps you develop and train and condition your mind mind Mm -hmm. to whereas you're able to figure it out Mm -hmm. in real time. Mm -hmm. So the second part of the question was, you know what you have to give up Mm -hmm. now. That's a, that's a great question. I'm really happy that you asked that. I think a lot of people, when, you know, they decide that, you know, they're going to do this or they want to do that. They're going to make this change. They, they, they identify what that thing is. The thing that a lot of times people fail to uh, also identify is what, is going to have to be sacrificed in order to get that thing that they claim that they want. That is big. You can't take on something new, especially something that's massive and super important without letting something go. So, I mean, if you want to build a successful business, if you want to build a successful life? Whether you're, you know, you have your own business or working within a business, like you got to make some sacrifices because doing the work, like the work people think it's not enough. Like working hard is not enough. I mean, Everybody works hard. I mean, being a hard worker, that's like the expectation, Hmm. the work that moves the needle forward of your life, whether it be personally, professionally, mentally, financially, spiritually, Hmm. it's the work that you're putting in on yourself outside of, you know, your normal working hours Hmm. when you're not at your desk, when you're not in the office, the books that you're reading, the seminars you're taking, the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And, you know, unfortunately, you can't put in that time at sufficient levels. If, you know, you're going out partying all the time and, you know, you're living to, you know, go on your next vacation. I mean, I'm 35 years old. I just went on literally just one of my first vacation of my entire life. Mm. Now I'm not saying that's what you have to do. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of perspective of, of what it takes Mm -hmm. because it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Be prepared. Another thing, you know, sacrifice, you're gonna have to let go of some people. You're gonna have to let go of some people that you currently have in your life. Um, because you're going to, you know, take on these new ideals, these new values, these new action steps to move your life forward. And the people that, you know, are closest to you, oftentimes it's our friends and our, our, our family, mm-hmm. like the opposite people mm-hmm. who should be, you know, doing it. They're the ones who are going to try to hold you back. Yep. And some, some might do it directly. Some might do it, you know, passive aggressively. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is when you're moving forward and you're, you're growing, you're evolving You're going to make some people uncomfortable. They're not going to like it. They're not going to like the way it makes them feel. Like, don't worry about that. Like, instead of worrying and spending energy and time trying to figure out why, oh, why why isn't he supporting me? Why is he saying Like, don't worry about that. Look at it as validation that you're on the right track Mm -hmm. because there's nothing, nothing massive happens. No progress, no success of any kind is experienced without being immediately confronted Mm -hmm.
0: with some sort of negativity in
1: some way. That's just how it goes.
0: Okay. Wow, Chris, thank you so much. I love that you understood that question about sacrifices. What do you have to give up? Because a lot of people do not realize that it's something or a habit that they have at present as well as what they need to let go of for them to release and move forward. That's usually their issue. Well, everyone, you've heard from Chris Cavallini. He made it from zero to hero, and he did it even with a record. So, guys, I... Just want to say that in life, it all rests on you. Your choices, taking responsibility for your life, really makes a difference. Thank you so much, Chris, for coming on my show. I was very happy, and I've learned a lot from you. I hope you have was, a wonderful future for your business and thank yourself. Thank
1: you. <laughs> thank you. No, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully, uh, we can do it again again in the future.
2: Yes. Thank you. <laughs>